Welcome to the Weekend Insider with HC Promotions. As usual, we're joined with Coxie and Footy Dave. Uh, how's it going, lads? Oh, good, mate. Yeah. How's your cold? <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned it because I was you were in the first couple of sentences because I was about to. I don't oh, like to go on about my problems, but uh, I'll just <laughs> soldier on through it. I'll soldier on. But um, <clears throat> yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. We're gonna we're gonna skirt over last week, but unlike other. Um, betting podcasts and stuff we are going to admit it we, last week was a poor week wasn't it it's one of the things that happens to us all but it's it's very few and far between so let's uh let's carry on because we have got some unbelievable great news really for uh for an upcoming uh Cheltenham special that we've got Ian do you want to uh do you want to tell us the, the details mate uh we have indeed so Thursday the 10th of March we're doing our live uh Cheltenham Special and I'm pleased to announce ex festival winning jockey uh, David Cross will be oh, joining us. Technology's worked. Look at that. Well impressed with this. Uh, so, Thursday, the 10th of March, it'll be tea time. Uh, obviously, hosted by Chris. Dave, you're welcome to come along just for the banter, obviously, mate. We, we'd love your opinions. Yeah. But there'll be, be myself, yeah. Lucky Pants Ronan, and Obviously, fest, festival winning jockey David Cross. That's a uh, massive coup, that in it. Yeah, he won the Kim Mo- Kim Yor for uh, Nicky Henderson, no less. Uh, can, can, can we get rid of him off now? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, Ian, Ian, thanks for the invite, mate. But um, if you've got lucky pants on, David Cross, I think I'll be about me depth, mate, when I'm saying. Well, um, you should pick him because the form went two one two one. <laughs> Mate, I've seen it work for you before, though. That's the horrible thing. Uh, so yeah, yes, very excited. That that, yeah, I had a chat with David on the phone today. He's really excited to come on. Is he your new best friend? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> Crossy, as I like to call him. Oh no. <laughs> it's a bit like you and what's his name the other week? Who was it? The footy player that you played against. Oh, um, oh! Clearly, he's not your friend anymore, then, Chris. Is he? Yeah, Trundle, yeah, yeah. Lee Trundle, Trundle, wasn't it? Lee Trundle. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, Truns, me and Truns, Truns and Crossy. We'll get them both on. <laughs> uh, oh, no, so, no, so so that's massive. So make a note in your diary for that one. That's Thursday, the tenth of March. Uh, we're going to do a Cheltenham special just the week before uh, we go to Benidorm. Um, mm. But more importantly, the Ch- the Cheltenham Festival. I asked Crossy uh, so if that... he wants to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he's not in your suitcase. Uh, <laughs> so that that be really good. Uh, really look forward to that one. So uh, moving on to this week, then lads, um, are we confident? So so I think I'm the only one who had had a winner Saturday. I had a, a usual both teams to score, team to win double that I'd done since beginning of time, and I got one in. On Saturday, that paid um, decent. I think it was paid about fourteen to one, twenty to one, or something. And I just lost out on one last night uh, with Leeds equalising three all. So that was about a decent week, really. The, the, um, the good thing about those bets, Chris, is that the odds are great, aren't they? So yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, you can go three, four, five weeks without winning one of those doubles. But then when the landing at twenty twenty-five to one, Bob's your uncle. Exactly, I've, done, I've I've always done it, and it's uh, it's a nice little bet keeps you keeps you interested all the way through. So that's me. I'm all right. I'm sorted for this weekend. Trying to build me me Cheltenham pot. Yeah, so that's, I, that's all good. I've been all right on the scorers. Um, you've seen us win quite a few uh, this week. 
crest, but um, mm. Saturday in the in the boozer and in player. Yeah, that's that's what got me ill. Saturday in the boozer. <laughs> uh, do, do, do you want to, do you want to tell our listeners about you two straggling home from the uh, from the pub on <laughs> so, Saturday? So we, we went to the pub on me and Dave went to the pub on Saturday to watch the scores come in. Little did we know they had this band on at night, and when they've got a turn on in the pub, there's no chance you're going home. So they had this this band on. It was brilliant. They were singing out all like all nineties dance classics and stuff. So we were up uh, glow sticks in hands and and all kinds. Then we left there at, at closing time. Well, gone closing time. Probably the last ones in the pub. I decided it'd be quicker for us to take a shortcut over over the field, and it was in the middle of that big storm that we were having at weekend. So it was hammering it down. None of us had coats, so we cut across this field. It was slippy as anything. I slipped over. It must have been in, in a, they must have built a pool in there. They must have think it was a holiday destination because there's a massive pool of water. I fell over in it. Honestly, I was nearly underwater. <laughs> Dave walked home because he has new trainers, didn't want to get them muddy. So we walked home barefooted. <laughs> but just an absolute disgrace, really. So I've been ill. Um, yeah, absolutely. No, no wonder whatsoever. And then, uh, we're out tomorrow, aren't we? A little bit of a shout out to the HC Promotions sponsorship, yeah. actually. Big night tomorrow, Chris. Yeah, we've got uh, an evening with Everton Legends tomorrow night in Warrington, sold out as well, uh, which is good. We've got Joe Royal, Tony Cotty, and Peter Reid coming to Warrington tomorrow to uh, to share their stories from the time at Everton. So, really looking forward to that one. Ian, you're bringing um, a good few lads, and Dave's not coming, being a, being a red, but we had a good one last Friday, didn't we, Dave, with the oh, Liverpool yeah. Legends, with uh, Tomo. Steve McMahon and uh, John Barnes over on the Wirral. Yeah, it was a great event. It was so good meeting them, and um, yeah, it was just, it was just unreal being in the same room and ch- chatting to your heroes. You just can't beat it, can you? It doesn't matter. I mean, I know they're older now, but it doesn't matter to me because they they're my heroes from my yeah. era. So M- it, makes it, you feel like a school kid again, mate. Yeah, it? It, it really does. So you'll have the same feeling tomorrow, Ian. I mean, I'd love to go because I love any football, but I just know it's going to be a lot of slagging Liverpool off. Of <laughs> no no disrespect to Everton, but that's what it'll be. So you know what I mean, anyway. Have, have you told them, Dave, where you were getting everybody's names wrong? Oh, he was yeah, calling was John Barnes, Phil Thompson. So I'm not being funny. There's a bit of a difference between them both. I know, <laughs> to, be, yeah. to be fair, I was I was very excited and I'd had a few to drink. <laughs> Brilliant. But well, listen, we've got a few we've got a few uh, few listeners and few watchers on Facebook already. So fill their little message. Hope Sunderland's aren't Sunderland's aren't in your selections this week. So you what? There's there's actually no I've I've not I've been that stung from last week that I've not actually gone with um an actual results um, bold uh, accumulator. So you'll be happy to wear they're not on it. Well, well, not. That's a, a good way for us to start then, Dave. You may as well run through your selections, mate. I will. So um, I've got a bit different this week. I've just gone for a straightforward German double. So, so let's, get back, let's get back on track. And this is what we like. So we're going to go, we're going strong. We're going Freiburg versus Mainz. It's a both teams to score and a win selection. I've been inspired by you, Chris, and I've been really looking for strong teams that are going to score, definitely score more than one against a team that they're expected to beat, but you you think they're going to score, yeah? 
that's that's the way I've gone about it. And there's no better place than in Germany, as we know, for goals. Yeah. So, so Freiburg are strong at home and they can go into the Champions League places with a win. Mainz have only not scored in the last five out of six away, but they've been beating them five. So it's been both teams to score and they've got beat in the last five out of six away. So it's well, screams... Let's, let's hope they're plugged in then, this, this Mainz. Carry <laughs> <laughs> uh... on. I'm here all week. <laughs> it's actually pretty good that, but I was I was in the in the moment then, and you've wound me oh, up. No. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Freiburg to beat Mainz, both teams to score. That's the first one, the double. The second one is is the one that is the most likely, and we we had one on it last time. It's Bayern Munich. They score so many goals. Now the thing with Bayern Munich when when they play. You're thinking, yeah, they're going to score. They're going to score two, three, maybe four or five. But are the other team going to score? So I've looked who they're playing. They're away from home at Bochum. Um, they've scored in their last nine out of ten at home, including a one-all draw with Dortmund. So they do score at home and they score against the better teams. Oh, so Bayern Munich are away in this one, mate? They are, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, to be honest, if they were at home, Bayern, I'd probably tend to maybe not have picked it. Because they're yeah. away, I fancy them score. Yeah, good shout that. The double pays eight and a half to one. Whoa, I think, I'll have a bit of that. I think it's good value. I think it's got a, it's going to give you a very good run for your money if it doesn't win. I mean, I expect it to win. Yeah. Now, I've done that as my secure double. I'm gonna put it in an. I'm actually gonna put it in a treble myself, um, because I think City they play Norwich in the late kick kickoff away at Norwich. I know that City are gonna score a few at Norwich. I've got a strong feeling. It's whether Norwich will score, but they've started scoring at the moment. I, I Puck, fancy Pucky's back, isn't he? Pucky's scoring again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, first minute yesterday was it? Yeah. 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 Um, fastest goal this season, I think, in Premier League. So. Um, you don't would be this. why I don't want him to score, won't it? I know, yeah. How is that now? Is it gone that bet near enough? 13, I think they're on. And what was and it, 15? 19 or less. Oh, still a chance, but... No, it's not, no, not it's looking that. likely. It's not going to happen, no, no, no. So, if, if you wanted to add that, if you wanted to, um, you know, go a bit bolder and put it in a treble, it, pay, it pays 30 to 1. So, but you, you're hoping that Norwich score there. So I'm, I'm really happy with the double, you know, eight and a half to one. Yeah. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a good price. Right. The, ne the next one, I've just got you a five-fold, both teams to score. And I've picked one from Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two and Bundesliga. So I thought, come on, Dave, just pick one from each. Come on, you can do this. <laughs> come on, Dave. Come on, Dave. Come on, let's have a winner this week. Right. So, Premier League, we go in. You, it just stands out like a sore thumb. Everton and Leeds. Everton are scoring, but they've got the same defence of this ad all season. And and Leeds are kamikaze. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I yeah, picked yeah. Leeds yesterday. That you just Leeds and Villa yesterday. Bit, bit of a similar kind of game for me. Leeds Villa last night is Everton. Yeah. Leeds are pretty similar. I can see that, yeah. Okay. Um, 
Then we go into the Championship, Reading and Coventry. I've got no explanation on this apart from Reading was scoring a lot at home. Then they've gone on a bad run. They scored three at home against Huddersfield. And Coventry tend to draw a lot away. I, I, I just looked at it and I liked it. So we've gone for that. Very animated today, Dave. <laughs> hands are all over the place. I know. excited for this one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very, very excited. <laughs> uh, League One, um, Wigan and Charlton. Hodges team, I, I seem to always put them in, but uh, at home, um, they do concede. It always seems to be more of a battle at home with, uh, with Wigan, doesn't it? And Charlton do score a lot away. Yeah, they, they were pretty poor the other night, Wigan, against Sheffield Wednesday. So, hope for, hopefully, a bit of a better performance. Uh, one was it 1-0, mate? Yeah, yeah one, again, and a penalty and all that was never a penalty. Did I see that? I can't remember. Anyway... Um, and the next one, I've gone for it because I think my head's fallen off with this one. <laughs> I've gone with it because I do it how I do my goal scorers where they go, I'm going, that's not happened in a while, right? So Rochdale, right, they drew nil-nil last week, right? So I'm thinking, you don't get many nil-nils in a row. And Harrogate, they were scoring every away game until a few weeks ago and they've hit a couple of blanks. So I'm expecting goals in this now. We're back to goals with them two teams. And the final selection is German Bundesliga. And this is the guarantee that this one, out of everything I've seen, um, it's our favourite, my um, pyjamas, Mönchengladbach versus Augsburg. So the five-fold pays 16 to one. Holy. Do you know what? I'm glad you didn't send me them over for the ticket on the bottom. That would have been a funny spelling. <laughs> yeah, and then what was um, the odds on that, Dave? Sorry, sorry, mate. Uh, sixteen to one on the on the boost with um, William Hill. Sound. And then I'm finally, uh, I'm gonna give you a Sunday special. I've been doing well on goal scorers, so I thought I've not been doing too well the last couple of weeks on the accumulators. So I thought I'd hopefully share my luck that I've been having on the goal scorers along with this week's selection. So we're going for any time double on Sunday, any score any time in the match. We've got Chris Wood at home to Villa. Villa can see goals. Chris Wood hasn't scored yet. And He's listen, desperate, isn't he? He's desperate yeah. through but, Do you know what? I heard the commentary from the game on uh, Wednesday and and there was he was saying they're just not... He's getting into the positions. He's trying. They're just not crossing the ball to him. So I, re I reckon, obviously, Eddie Howe's going to see that. They're going to watch the videos back and say, listen, you know, he's going to score for us. Start giving him the ball. I think Villa can see goals. I think this week he will break his duck for Newcastle. And then my second one is basically because he's not scored in a, a few weeks and he's been on fire all season, is Antonio versus Leicester. And he scored two in the reverse fixture earlier in the season. That double pays um, five um, five and a half to one. Anytime double. That's Sunday, that, Eddie, Dave. Sorry? Sunday then. That's that's your Sunday. That's, your, that's what you're going to spend your winnings on. Um, and finally, if you wanted to go a bit bolder and you wanted to make it a treble, you can put um, Tammy Abraham on. For Roma, um, in the five o'clock kickoff, 
they play Sasula and they concede goals as well. He's not scored in a couple of games, Tammy Abraham. That's what I always look for because he's been on fire. If you want to go with a treble, it's 13 and a half to one. And that's me done for this week, lads. Fingers crossed. Not not quite, Dave. We've got a question. I know you're going to the match tonight. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool, Leicester, Jota first goal, five to one with Sky. Thoughts on that? So, I, well, you know me, Dave, just before you come in, Dave, I, I do like a Jota. It goes a little bit unnoticed for me, Jota, with the first goal scorers. I've won quite yeah. a bit of money back in Jota, as you know. Yeah, and he, and he has been scoring a lot lately, and he's been scoring a lot yeah. first scorer. Um, I, could imagine, I could imagine him, you know, with Salah and Mane back as well. He's got a point to prove tonight, hasn't he, before they come back in? Yeah, Mane's not... They reckon Salah will play. Mane's not playing. He's, he's, no, sorry, I meant like with, with them back oh, in the fold. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's a good bet. If if we had to pick a player to score first, I'd probably put my money on Jota. Maybe Five to one's a good make, price, isn't it? Five to one's a very good price, yeah. And if he's five to one now, you might get, but he'll probably be boosted in play um, to maybe six to one. What I will say tonight is I won't be having a bet because I hate going the game and um, wanting, say for example, Salah scores, I'll be celebrating, but then I'll be thinking, oh, but um, it'd been bet nice if Jota scored. I don't yeah, like that. So I, I, I don't. You just want to watch the match, don't you? Yeah, yeah I want to watch yeah, the match. Yeah. What I will Text say over, tonight. If I have to put a bet on, I think Liverpool will win and both teams will score. And I say that because Leicester have got injuries. They've got quite a few injuries. Vardy's not playing. And it, it, my scoreline, I predict, is uh, 3-1. I can see that. I see that. Nice one, mate. Nice one. <coughs> I've, um, I, I, I know I told you, Ian, earlier, Dave, I don't know whether you have told you about my little story when I went to Liverpool this afternoon, uh, this morning. <laughs> So, when I went to Liverpool this morning, I had to go to the Wirral first of all. And then I called it, because we've got the Everton night tomorrow. I thought, I'll call it then the Everton stop, shop, see if there's anything like prizes for the raffle and all that kind of stuff. So, as I, as I was walking into the shop, there was a dog running round. Uh, this is the club shop next to the Goodison, this is. Next to the, like, the traffic lights and stuff on the main road. And I didn't think much of it. I thought, well, it's a bit, a bit worrying, this dog knocking about. As I opened these double doors, that like automatic double doors, I walked in. This bloody dog followed me. It was a stray dog off the thing. So there's me and these two shop assistants trying to shoo this dog out of the, <laughs> the, uh, the Everton Club shop this morning, which was which was a bit of a bizarre morning, oh. really. But that, you couldn't have wrote that one. Oh, anyway, is. never mind. So, um, Ian, on to the horses, mate. Uh, yeah, superb. Oh, wow. So, a couple of good meetings this week. We're going to start at Warwick uh, with the Banker Double. Uh, so one three we back. Yes, one thirty-five at Warwick. Uh, two mile five mares hurdle, indefatigable. <laughs> been oh yeah, and you oh, were calling yeah. me about me spellings. Yeah, been practicing that one. I've that's why that's I had to come up on the screen. Neither. <laughs> yeah, I had to practice that with my head down. Then been practicing <laughs> it for twenty minutes. Indefatigable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not what it's even called either. No. Uh, this horse dead consistent. Won this race in twenty twenty. I think everything's in its favour this time round. Uh, Marie's Rock for Henderson's probably the danger. That's such a, a, a sort of up and down type of horse. You never know what you're going to get with that one. So at even money. I think that represents good value. We're going to stick that in a double. Uh, 
with a horse. Uh, where are we here? With a horse called Edward Stone, who we've had before on this race in the 205 at Warwick. This is probably the race of the day, uh, the 205. Two mile chase, Kingmaker chase at Warwick. It's a rematch between Edward Stone and third time Lucky for the Skeletons. Throw in uh, Brave Siaska into that. Um, it's a proper race, this. I think the key to this race is how it's going to be run because it's only a four horse race. So it's got the potential not to get a little bit tactical. Uh, See, Venetia's horse, Brave Siaska, going off in front. And trying to make it a, a good test. It's it's led from the front in every race. Third time, lucky stalk and sitting in behind. Uh, and then Edward Stone held up, sort of third or fourth off the pace. And then at Warwick, you sort of swing into, I'm going all day, animated here. You swing into the top end, coming into the home straight with a, a couple of fences to jump in the home straight. And I oh, think it's between, right. between the last two fences, I think that's where you're going to see the Edward Stone go. Go on, my son. This is where you're off the couch. Yeah, and he, he pulls up alongside third time lucky, and then he draws clear over the last up the straight, pulls off two, three lengths clear at third time lucky, and brings home the double at three to one. Uh, do you know what I love about this? Do you know when you describe the races like this, it tends to happen. Like <laughs> it's happened a few times, Dad, hasn't it? I'm liking this. I'm liking it a lot. Uh, in the fact, just keep it dead simple. I think in the in the the 135. So that wins that. And then we're all off the couch shouting Edward Stone home for the double. Yeah. Uh, the three to one. Uh, uh, that's, that, go on, mate. Would you get them in early doors or do you think the price would prices will come in for them or what do you think? In the fastest you will come in. It, it's probably worth back now, yeah, because I, I can't work out the prices. I thought Edward Stone should be odds on uh, or, or stronger favourite than it is. Third time lucky. Is keeping the price afloat because the I can see the bookies just scared of the skeletons and it might come back to form. Edward Stone beat it out of sight when we backed it last time at Kempton, uh, and Edward Stone's favourite for the Arkle at Cheltenham with uh, at eleven to four. Third time lucky six to one. So I can't work out why they're so close in the betting for this. So it's probably just worth banging on, and right, okay. it's not going to drift massively. That's for certain. It's yeah. not going to go from like five. Three to one to five, six to one. So get it on and away we go. That's the uh that that that's the proper double lap. That's what we're gonna bang in on. Uh good stuff. Then a couple of each way selections. So the big betting race of the day is the three thirty five at Newbury, the two mile Betfair hurdle, fourteen runner handicap. One of those, get your places again, boys. Five, six places probably sky bet, paddy power. Have a look. It's a proper race, this. This is a brilliant race. One of the most difficult ones of the year to solve. You've got novices taking on some seasoned, uh, second season hurdlers. Sword and Glory won it last year for the John Joes. You've got Broomfield Berg, favourite for Nicky Henderson. Uh, Keepers Hill for Paul Nichols, which I'd give a great chance to. Uh, sorry, Nappers Hill, which I'd give a great chance to. But Paul Nichols, stable. I just I sent that to you during the week, Dave, didn't I, about... Uh, Nicholas Oh yeah. And he was blaming the hay. Like the, the feed and I would like when you're reading it thinking, oh absolute loads of shit. The hay. It's a bizarre it's a bizarre <laughs> one to come out with what he said though, with um his horses being out of form. Is there any excuse when this happens or what? 
So I, I, I've heard that uh, every year he gives his horses the flu jab in January. I'm not joking, by the way. It's actually true. No, uh, the boosters have there. The, yeah. So apparently Nichols gives them the, the, the flu jab January and they're always out of form this time of year. Uh, and he's got a couple of hot pots running this weekend as well, so it'll be interesting to see. He's got Brave Man's Game out. Uh, he's got... Uh, oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's two or three where I was tempted to have a go and just the form of the stables put me off. So, you know, if the stables back, Napazil will run a good race. Glory and Fortune's a big price at 20 to 1. But we're going for a horse called Jetual. Uh, tiny stable, Ryan Potter. This will probably be the biggest... Uh, win for him of his, of his training career. Lawton Williams on board. It's 10 to 1. Former point to point horse. It's one over two mile four. So it's going to be a strong stayer over two miles. They had a great win a couple of starts back. Uh, beat a horse called Scorpion. Uh, that throws him very well handicapped into this. He was second behind Constitution Hill. Last time out, he was now favourite for the Supreme uh, at Cheltenham. His debut at Cheltenham was brilliant. He came third on his debut at Cheltenham at odds of 80 to 1. Completely unexpected. But the race at Cheltenham earmarked me as uh, one to follow this horse. And I've just got a feeling he's got a nice weight. I'm open on this one. He goes from the front and makes it a proper test because we're going to get a good run for our money then. And he looks like a galloper. You know, one of those horses, he might not have a your pace, but he'll ground the others into the ground. Uh, so, gets well, 10 to 1, 3.35 at Newbury for the big race of the day. Get your places on that. And then we've got one last uh, each way shot, which I couldn't let go. It's the 150 at Newbury, three mile handicap hurdle. Again, wide open race, nine runners. We're going to go for the classy top weight in this, a horse called the Big Breakaway. For Colin Tizard and Brendan Powell. So, first of all, this horse always goes well after a break, well better. So, it's a fresh horse. I think he's been off for about three months, uh, which is brilliant. So, don't let that put anyone off because his best performances have always come after he's had a little bit of a break. He's been over fences for the last uh, last two years uh, and goes back hurdling for the first time since he was fourth to Envoy Allen in the Ballymore at Cheltenham uh, in 2020. And it just could could be needed. You know, he's been proper hit and miss. He, he didn't get a jumping together over fences at all. He, he was just clouting them every race he ran. He's a big horse as well. Because he's a big horse, I think he's good enough to carry the top weight. Three miles, good to soft, perfect. He's had wind surgery, which I like. So this is his first run back after a break from wind surgery. He's the best horse in the handicap because he's carrying top weight. Eight to one. I can't see him out the places. So that's a cracking bet. So that's the big breakaway, 150 at Newbury. If he takes back to hurdles, he, he could prove the classiest horse in the race. There's an option with that as well. If you could throw the banker double in, you could do place only on the other two horses and throw them in to add the accumulator. I don't know what that pays. Uh, but we've got the banker double there, five to two, three to one, something like that. Ten to one. Uh, on Jetual in the 3.35 at Newbury. 8-1 to one on the big breakaway in the 150 at Newbury. Excellent, mate. Great stuff. So it sounds like we're uh, we're all full of confidence for this weekend then, doesn't it? 
Do you know what? Winning ways. Yeah, we're good, aren't we? Yeah, 100%. 100%. I mean, like I say, we're not ignoring the fact that we, we had a, a blank week, but it happens, you know what I mean? Fully refocus for this week, get some winners on the board, and uh, let's have a good weekend, eh, lads? Yeah. Happy days. Well, here's to some winners in the Everton night tomorrow. Now, Chris, looking forward to a few beers, mate. Yeah, definitely. Let's have a good one. Okay, well, thanks very much for listening. And as usual, if you're not listening, you're not winning. Thanks for your time, gents. I'll see you soon.